0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the and Gold Knuckleheads podcast. And as always, with a 2-0 smile over there is my main man, Reggie. What's going <laughs> on, Reggie?
1: <laughs> I'm good, man. Um, wow. You know, 2-0, 2-0. And, and, and the Washington commander sounds like, uh, sounds a little foreign. Um, in fact, it's, it's so foreign that uh, it's not something we've said since 2011 right right um so but here we are man 2-0 and with a chance to to take this thing up to 3-0 and and from what I understand it's been a long long time since we've been been 3-0 and but uh we got a big task ahead of us this week and we'll, we'll get into all of that man but uh but what's going on man how are you I'm
0: doing well doing well uh to, to your point kind of riding the wave um when I'm out there on social media uh as we all know washington fans can be I, I don't even know what the ridiculous i'll just say ridiculous sometimes um and 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 zero, oh, there's there's very little ridiculousness that i see out there right now um you know we when we were at uh, game one we heard it in the stands you know we're winning the game uh, things, you know, and I'm not even talking about when, when things were going bad, I'm talking about when things were going good, we were still hearing ridiculous stuff by people, uh, they're wearing burgundy and gold, but man, it's all, it, it's all, uh, tampered down a little bit, uh, this, this week at two and O so that's, that's good. To, that's good to see, you
1: know? Well, yeah, I guess you haven't been on Twitter then because Twitter, I've not- seen
0: some, I've seen <laughs> some, but it's been a whole lot less than normal. Let's put it that
1: way. Oh, well, Okay. I guess, we, I guess we're on different corners of Twitter because <laughs> uh,
0: yeah you may need to stop uh you may need to unfollow some people man
1: because uh, the corner of Twitter I'm on man it, it is it is it is full tilt man but uh but that's well, fine well, man I, well,
0: I, well, I, well, for the, for those that don't know Reg, if there's a, a consistent gripe that you're hearing this week what would it be?
1: it's not so much that it's a gripe. Um, it's just that, you know, I've learned that you have ridiculous fans in every fan base. it's, It's crazy. It's crazy how two people can look at the same thing and see two different things. And, and so our fan base is no different, man. There's, there's an overreaction to everything. Um, there's a reading into a lot of the same stuff. Um, but but at the end of the day, man, I think fans are just excited, and I think this is just par for the course for an org- for a fan base and organization that seems to be extremely excited about the uh, about all the change that are taking place. And and as we say, winning cures a lot of things, and so for this organization to have a new ownership, um, a new quarterback, and a new coordinator, and to be two and zero, all of that is gonna. F- f- fuel excitement and so with with excitement you're going to get ridiculousness and twitter and fans on on twitter like are just full of ridiculousness but but you know what man it could be a lot worse um you know i I just real quick i was listening to ron's ron rivera's press conference and you know they asked him about uh cheese cheese man the the, uh, long snapper and it's like ron how far has things have come that you're at a press conference and one of the biggest things we're discussing is about uh, how well your long snapper is doing as opposed to some of the other off the field things that we've been discussing in the past. And it's just how far we've come as an organization that right. that's the topic as opposed to some of the uh, off the field stuff that uh, that we've had to discuss in the past. So just just goes to show the change um, that we've experienced here um, over the past few months.
0: Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, yeah, you. I mean, I mean, you know, unless you just blow out a team, you know, forty to nothing or something like that, um, you're you're going to find there's always room for criticism. The players would tell you that, right? Nobody's playing a perfect game. You're giving up points. Um, you're having a turnover, maybe uh, missed missed blocks whatever whatever it is um you know you're not going to have a perfect game out there but but to your point there's things that we would say we need to clean up rather than glaring oh my gosh what are we what are we going to what are we going to do you know uh, i mean this time last year uh i believe that the second game last year was the philly game if I, if i remember right um and that was a di- disaster right that was early on Yes, and that was
1: the nine sack game, right?
0: That and that was the good part, right? That that was the that was one of the good things of the game, um, where just everything everything went wrong, um, and everything for Philadelphia went right. Um, but but even so, we're 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 this year. But it's just my point of where you know where we were last year versus this year, uh, the approach, and. You know, after a win, what we've seen after the first—I'm sorry. Even if we were to lose, whether it's this week, next week, the week after that, what we've seen these first couple games is like, okay, we may lose, but we've got something to work with here. We've we've Finish. got something that we're building on. Uh, we'll clean up this. The, there's a play here. There's a, a missed assignment, and maybe that's why we lost. We can finger. We we can put our finger on one or two things that we lost rather than an entire. Offensive line, an entire secondary, an entire whatever it is, right. uh, we're not at that point. We're not in that situation right now with Washington Commanders.
1: Nope. There's a lot, there's a lot, of, a lot of good things that are happening uh, within the team, and that gives people a lot of, a lot of hope. And 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 this is, you know, for some people they go, "You guys are excited because you got a new owner." Well, when you've had some of the issues that we've had, yes, the answer is yes. We are excited about new ownership. You know, well, you, you guys—it's only two games. You're two and zero. Well, when you finish your team, when you finish your seasons, many, many times, at at or below five hundred, yes, we're excited about the fact that we're two and zero. So there are little victories for us. Maybe for some people, there's not a big deal, but for us, man, this is a big deal, and can't, I'm not going to apologize for it. Right, well, what
0: fan base that's two and zero isn't happy right now?
1: Right. Well well uh, well well what I mean is you know if you're take take for Cleveland for not Cleveland uh Cincinnati for example they're 0-2. Right. right? You're not gonna panic if you're 0-2, if you're Cincinnati. You got some questions, oh, concerns. I
0: I, I I I bet you on the airwaves and on the, the Twitter verse of, of Cincinnati. There's a but, whole but, but lot of I understand. Of
1: I going. understand, but but listen to what I'm saying. You 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 there's a lot of questions being asked because you shouldn't be 2 and O. But you're not panicking that you're two and zero. If we had started out zero and two, this is a whole different conversation, a whole another ball game. And I'm so my point being is, you expect Cincinnati and Joe Burrow, even though you're questioning what the hell's going on, you expect that team to turn around and still probably make the playoff. Right? If right. we're zero and two you're asking a lot of questions and you're probably calling for people to be fired. I mean, there's a, there's a whole different reaction to sure, being, sure. O, to be an O and two. So that's what I mean by, so for us to be two and O as opposed to O and two is, is a big deal.
0: Yeah. Without, without a doubt, I, I can agree with that. Um, and, and now that we're two and O our, our goal obviously is to, is to go to three and O and this week coming up, we've got the Buffalo bills ahead of us. Uh, Buffalo bills are one and one. Uh, they lost week one, uh, to the jets. Um, basically without Aaron Rodgers, uh, when, when that, when that happened, you, you just assumed that that was going to be a cakewalk game for him. Uh, right. but they lost in overtime, uh, to the jets. And then last week they, they got it together and put it on the Raiders, uh, 38 to 10. um, so, so, so they're one and one, and and coming into Washington, there's a home game for Washington. It's sold out. I'm I'm sure because of the success that Buffalo has had the last uh, handful of years here. There's going to be a decent Buffalo crowd, but with all the excitement going on in Washington uh, with the Commanders, I, I think this is going to definitely still be a a predominantly uh big Washington fan base compared to the last couple years when we had some when we were playing against playoff caliber teams, it seemed like it was maybe 50-50. Uh, but this, I, th- I think Washington's crowd is definitely going to be noticeable this this week coming up.
1: Well, I think there will be more Washington fans in the stands than we've had in the past. I'm not ready to say that it's still going to be a predomin- predominantly Washington fan because for two reasons. One is the Bills fan base travels well. Uh, but, but New York's Proximity to the DC area, very close, so it's easy to travel. And then when the schedule first came out, and this was a close road game for Bills fans. This was pre the sale to Josh Harris. Washington fan didn't get on board and buying tickets until the announcement of Josh Harris being a new owner. So my concern is the Bills fan bought tickets before the sale. And, and so my question is, how many of those people are already bought tickets? Sure. Right. And that's where I'm concerned. Now, down the road, future, future home games, I think it's going to be a huge, huge presence by Commander fan. But right. this game here in particular, when the schedule first came out, I'm concerned that Bills fan bought up a lot of tickets prior to the sale and didn't give Washington fans a chance to grab tickets and it was by the time they decide to want to get on board it was too it was too late if you will but we'll yeah. see man ho- ho- hopefully hopefully i'm wrong on that and it w- and it would be a very noticeable home field advantage uh uh for us on sunday
0: yeah and and i'm and i'm my my visibility of season ticket holders is very limited um being here in the in the Dallas area um but on social media i saw several times this week where Washington commander fans couldn't go to the game and they made sure that they sold the tickets to a commander's fan. Uh, in past years, they would just put it on StubHub or, you know, what seat geek or wherever and, and sold the tickets that way. And, and when you do it that way, uh, you're not able to, to uh, control who buys it. But, um, but I did see that there was some, some people that were, very conscious of it because of what washington has going on and the you know that what they saw week one you know maybe they went to week one and they can't go to week three and they're like man we need we need to keep this fan base uh going get keep the stadium rocking um so i did see some of that and just kind of want to acknowledge that
1: yeah i did i saw that as well there was a concerted effort to to make sure that any tickets sold was sold to commander fans so so yep, good. good yeah, good, I mean, for those, that, good for those folks,
0: man. And and that, again, that's a, that's a change from a year or two ago, right? People were just worried about selling them uh, if you couldn't go to the game, to, you know, to get their money back. Uh, now it's there's there's a conscious, a certain level of conscious effort to try to keep the Commanders fans in there. Um, uh, with that being said, you know we're we're going up against uh, a quarterback that gets when he gets hot watch out. Uh I think I think Josh Allen is a very streaky quarterback. Uh and he could be streaky for weeks, right? Um I know uh he's he uh, for the season, uh he's kind of on par with Sam Howell if you look at the stats. 2 weeks worth of stats is not a trend. Um it's not a whole lot to to, to look at. Uh but but they're throwing about the same amount of yards, the same amount of attempts. He uh uh, Josh Allen actually has has more attempts, but Josh Allen is uh, completion percentage is 77 percent. That is extremely high in the NFL. Again, it's a small sampling of just two weeks, um, 76 pass attempts. But at 76 percent, he's he's got a very high completion rate. Um, he has been sacked seven times and thrown three interceptions. So there's. You know, you can you can get to uh, Josh Allen, even though he's he's runs and he can scramble. Um, but I, I think the from an offensive perspective, it, it all starts and stops with with Josh Allen. If you can have him have a moderate game, you're definitely going to be in it. Uh, if you let him get going, both with his scrambling and with his arm, and he starts getting hot, it it, it can be trouble for you.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt about that. But the, you know, the 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 one positive thing for Washington, I think, for this game, is the Bills are one and one, and you know nationally, and I'm sure locally for the Bills, there's been question marks of how the Bills seem to be, and I'm going to use air quotes, struggling, and so they they didn't hit the ground running, like I think people expected them to do and so they're vulnerable they're vulnerable i think for this game and for us to catch them early in the season to not be playing their best ball is a good thing for washington now we can't afford to in my opinion to for the third consecutive week get down to a a big deficit and then expect to come back and win right you you can't you can't live week to week always having to make a comeback so the Buffalo Bills, although they've had their struggles in the first two weeks of the season, with Josh Allen being inconsistent in some areas, we, we have to play our game. And part of the plan of our game is we have to make them work. We have to keep the pressure on. So in other words, we have to be able to score when we get opportunities to score. We have to get out to and play play well early. The way we played in the second half of both games is what we need to start this game out playing. Not only offensively but defensively, and I think if we do that, that puts pressure on, on the Buffalo Bills, and their ability to know that hey, this is going to be a long day. Yeah,
0: I I don't, I don't disagree. Uh, one of the things you kind of mentioned there, um, you know, about making it, you know, about putting the pressure on them. Uh, I think everybody, including, you know, when when you first look at the Buffalo Bills, you think about their offense. Uh, their defense this year has really kind of been the one setting the tone. Uh, they gave up uh, 16 points. The, the defense gave up 16 points against the Jets and then 10 points against uh, the Raiders. So they've given up one TD in each game and, and a couple interceptions. I'm sorry, a couple field goals. Um, the the special teams ultimately gave up a, a touchdown to to lose it in overtime with the Jets. But, uh, you know, so far, their, their defense, what is that? They're averaging 13 points, giving up 13 points a game. Again, small sampling. But uh, I think their, their defense is not one that to, to be overlooked. And and, and as you mentioned about getting behind, if you start getting behind and their defense, I think, is playing uh, you know pretty good ball, that's going to make it just that much more challenging to come back. Um, and so you're going to need to – you know, be right there with them. If you're down a little bit, if you're up a little bit, you, you you just need to keep that offensively. You're going to need to keep that pressure on them because, you know, I, I think they're going to score. Um, oh, they're going to say that they're going to go off. <laughs> they're uh, going to score. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be, well, I guess my point would be, you're not going to, you're not going to score 17 to 20 points and, and beat Buffalo. Correct. Right. Uh, you're you're gonna you're gonna need to get into the you know probably the mid-20s to win. Um and, and maybe maybe you need to go higher. But so that so that goes to tell you, you know, I think in, in past years, we have been averaging, you know, 19 to 21 points a game. And and sometimes that's been pulling yeah. teeth to get to get that.
1: And that's uh, not gonna cut it.
0: That is not gonna cut it um against a lot of teams this year but definitely not going to be cutting it against the the Buffalo bills. Yep.
1: I agree. I agree. Um, Weather could potentially be a factor as well. It could be uh, some rain during the game. So that could affect some things, you know, whether it's opportunities for turnovers or just simply being that it has an impact on on offense, but that same weather is going to impact us as well. Um, But the Buffalo bills, you know, is a measuring stick game for us Uh, each week. We've, the defenses that we've gone against has been better and better. You know, you start out with Arizona and then we played Denver, who's got a little bit better defense. And now here we got the Buffalo Bills, who would be the better defense of, of all three. Um, we talked about it when before the season started, is that for us to have a new coordinator, new quarterback and essentially a brand new offensive line, the schedule was set up for us to each week play a better, a better opponent each week while at the same time getting some reps as an offense altogether. So here we are, man, week three, because, again, week four is not going to get any better against the Eagles, but certainly it's going to start with week three. And so we have a chance here to show that we're not the commanders of old, that that there is a new, new regime and there is a new change here, and that what the fans are excited about, this is why. And so we need to come out and show it, man. Right. We need to come out and show it.
0: Yeah, I think from uh, from an offensive perspective this week, one of the things that's going to be different is we've got a you know we're playing against a a true star stud wide receiver. Um, the other the other teams, that, you know, with uh, Denver and Arizona, they didn't have anybody that necessarily stood out. You know, they had a, a number one receiver, number two receiver, um, but there's definitely a number one receiver uh, for the Bills uh, with with Stefan Diggs, and. I mean, in two weeks, he already has 17 catches, right? Mm-hmm. So you're, you're catching eight, nine passes a game. Um, has Only has one TD, but 168 yards. So, you know, Del Rio and crew are, are definitely going to be putting a, a game plan together to uh, try to slow him down or to, you know, maybe shadow a safety over or however they're going to play him is – to, to to limit him, right? They're not going to, you're not going to stop the guy completely, but to not let him go off and have a career day is what is what from a defensive perspective is going to be a little bit different. I think against Buffalo uh, of what you've seen the last two weeks.
1: Yeah. For me on the defensive side, I have one concern and you know, it's funny you've heard me talk about this in seasons past and it was overshadowed last week because we won the game. Right. And it was also overshadowed because of, of his return. I'm talking about Chase Young. And can you know, I, I'm a fan of Chase Young. Right. Okay. But I'm also a fan of this team. And being a fan of the team trumps individual players. And so what I'm going to say here may not be a popular opinion, is everyone gets enamored with Chase Young's ability chase young's production or lack thereof in some cases what what i want to see and it showed up in the game against denver in fact it showed up in that very play that people call a very pivotal play in the game when russell wilson escapes the pocket jamon davis runs after him makes the tackle strips him and russell fumbles in that play chase young had over had cut inside and and left his lane assignment. Because he cut inside, Russell escapes the pocket and rolls out. What was essentially gonna be a first down, but the athleticism and the speed of Jamie Davis caught up with him and prevented Russell from either running the ball, getting more yards, and of course he creates the turnover. I don't know why, Ron even talked about it a little bit. I don't understand why or how Chase Young continues to get away with freelancing within our defensive system. We require all of our other edge rushers to play within the system. And as we play as a unit, you rush as a unit, you're going to get the plays. Somebody's going to get to play, whether it's the interior of Payne and, and Allen, or you're going to get the other guy, but you got to play within the system. But for some reason, Chase Young continues to freelance and, and runs over and does whatever he needs to do, trying to create a play. And let me tell you, I'm a bald-headed dude, man. I'm going to lose my hair if I see Josh Allen extending and making huge plays on Sunday because Chase Young is getting out of his gap assignment. It's frustrating. I hate to see it. And it's like I don't understand why he continues to get away and get a pass to be able to just go and do what he wants to do. It does the team no good if three guys rush in unison and Chase Young's lose-gap assignment. Right. And if Josh Allen is able to escape the pocket because Chase is out of his, his lane assignment, I'm telling you, we will lose that game.
0: Well, because- I think – I think I, I don't disagree with anything that you said. I think you're, you're spot on uh, to your point that, that Ron said something. I think Ron kind of gave him a – I'm not going to say a pass, but he was like, you know, just the excitement of him being out there and just wanting to attack, attack, attack uh, – it is definitely something that is that is coachable right it's like okay you 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 had your week now we have got a we've got a different level of team here chase uh you've got you've got to hold your you know we want you we want you to rush but it it needs still needs to be a controlled rush um and then if it could because if he continues to do this the offense will plan on it and run plays and set him up to do that, um, to be, to be able to get big yardage, right. They know that they can create that big gap, whether it's with a, with a draw, whether it's a quarterback, uh, you know, just pausing for a second, they know he's going to shoot up field and, you know, the quarterback or running back is doing nothing more than reading chase young and going from there. Um, and so you, you know, he, he's got definitely has to get that under control. Uh I, I agree with that. 100%. I'm, t- I'm
1: telling you, I'm gonna lose it on Sunday, man. If I sit here and watch him just out here and just play his own defense. I'm, gonna, well, I'm I mean, gonna I'm gonna lose it.
0: Well, I mean, I, I think Josh Allen is gonna end up running, right? Even if you end up keeping your lane and doing everything, um, he's he's gonna squeak through it and do some runs that, but make him earn probably, it. Make and, him and earn it. Probably even some design, you know, a play or two where he has a uh, designed runs. I mean, he's running it four or five times a game. Uh, he's, he's their second leading rusher <laughs> as a make matter. him earn it
1: make him earn it yeah him. yeah uh
0: as i was looking over the other players uh, offensively um one of the players that kind of stood out was was gabe davis uh i guess you would call it their second uh receiver he has uh eight receptions for 124 yards one td the kind of thing that stood out for me every single one of his catches has been for a first down or a touchdown so out of eight catches, seven first downs, and one uh, touchdown. So mm-hmm. uh, okay, you know, I, right. I, I know. Again, two games, small window, but kind of crazy. In, in in two games, everything's been a first down or a touchdown. So so,
1: so we call it what so we call a fun fact,
0: Ken. Yes, Fun, yes. fun fact. Fun. fun 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 fact. As long as he's not doing it against your team, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, and, and to your point of of you know what I think. You know, controlling um, Josh Allen. I, I, kn- I
1: know this may be paramount, man. This be paramount. You know, this,
0: this may kind of make a couple, couple people cringe. I wouldn't be surprised if we see in the Buffalo Nickel see a little bit of Quan Martin, where we haven't seen a lot of them so far. Uh, Whether whether he's picking up the tight end, whether he's doing more of a like a zone and containment and keeping an eye on Josh Allen in certain situations where it might be an obvious pass situation. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if we see him uh, step up and make some plays, even though, you know, in, in preseason he he had. Some issues, right? Some, uh,
1: well, well, let me just say this. I don't even know if he's going to play. He, he did not play last week and he did not practice today. He's still ah, in concussion, still, concussion still protocol.
0: Concussion protocol. Okay. Okay. So I, I thought he was out of that.
1: Nope. As of, as of today, he was not. Um, he, again, he did not, he was a DNP for practice today. So, so if he doesn't do anything tomorrow, I can't imagine he's yeah. going to be ready to play on Sunday. Yeah.
0: But, uh, and even and I guess I, if I take it back a little bit, even if it ends up, I mean, I was anticipating Quan Martin because of his his skill set coming out of college, uh, but I would think that there's going to be a, a a lot of nickel, uh, whether that nickel is with a um, a safety or a cornerback. Um, I think we're going to be in that a lot this week. Uh, I, I mentioned before uh, when we were talking about Eric Bieniemy and his uh, style is going to pass more than run. It's exact same way with Buffalo. Uh, so, so far they're at about a 60% pass, 40% run, uh, ratio also. So that alone tells you work, you know, the, the, the secondary better, you know, better drink their Gatorade and be ready. Cause you're going to be running a lot of, a lot of wind sprints, uh, chasing these cats down. So
1: it help if everybody rushes a unit.
0: Absolutely. Just saying.
1: Just saying. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I, I think to your point, I think last week the the rush was consistently good, right? I guess Arizona, I don't think it was as consistent. There were moments that different people got through. But last week, I think there was a consistent uh, rush that when Russell Wilson went back, his, his clock was a little bit faster than normal. And and they did a overall a good job of keeping him in the pocket, um, and they and they got some big plays out of that. Uh, so again, well, if, man, they can, I, if, if they can do that again, and, and Chase can just tighten it up a little bit, they're they're gonna make it a make it a a challenging day for for Josh Allen. Well,
1: well yeah, because I can't imagine anything, man. As the defense gets out here and get these guys in third and long, and someone gets out a gap assignment. And the reason that they're getting a the first down is because someone didn't do their job, as opposed to just somebody just making a play. Right. You, you know, hats off to them if they just make the play. But if they're making a first down because someone is losing their assignment, whether it's a blown coverage, losing gap assignment, or something of that nature on on a defensive side of the ball, man, that's got to be frustrating. Because you've done you've done the work on the first two downs, you got them in third and long, and then all of a sudden you do something where you just have a brain fart, and so, and that's the part that's just so frustrating. And I hate to see it. Whether it's—I don't care who it is—but the guy that stands out the most that seems to be the biggest violator of that is Chase Young. Right, right. That's, that's um, my only issue with Chase. It's my only issue.
0: Yeah. The um, you know one one thing that I think everybody was happy to a degree when he when he came back, but it would be a good. This would be a good week to see uh, Crowder do a, do a little bit of something something on uh, punt return Uh, not saying that he's going to you know take one to the house but for him to have some returns you know even even 10 or 15 yards sometimes is 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 big Uh, when when people are trying to flip the field on you or you're trying to you know if they're deep in their territory uh, you Crowder catches it at at hour 40 and he he returns it 15 yards well all of a sudden now you're you're a first down away from being a field goal territory right um right so i i, I this would be a good week for for crowder to uh to, to step up and, and do a little something special
1: that would be good would be nice
0: yeah um you know that that's kind of my, my read on on the the team overall there um you know they. You know James Cook is doing some decent running for them. He hasn't gone crazy for them so far this year. I think uh, with our defensive line, I don't anticipate. I don't want to jinx us here, but I don't anticipate him uh, going crazy. Um, we've we've done well against the run overall so far this year, and I, I think you know we're we're going to see the ball flung around a lot uh, come Sunday, and and that's that's where my biggest concern is from uh, from from facing the flow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I I agree with that. I I, I'm not overly concerned about the run game as much as I am the passing game.
0: So. Um, But uh, we we haven't done it this year. Well, I guess we haven't done it in a in a direct way because we were having some technical difficulties Uh, and then we because of some scheduling conflicts, we couldn't. But. It's that time, Reg. You know what time it is, don't you? I I do. (laughs) And and for those that aren't watching us on YouTube or on the podcast, this is the biggest smile I've seen Reggie other than at the end of the game when we're winning.
1: No, it's not. No, it's not.
0: He he, he looks forward (laughs) to that music being
1: played every single week. Uh, And for the record, I love the segment. I just can't stand the music. (laughs) But I love the segment.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Anytime I bring some some throwback music in, from from way back in the day,
1: it's, it's oh, awful. It's usually awful. Reggie never likes it. It's Reggie awesome. never likes it. I do not. So here we go, man. So what's your na- what's your number, huh? All right, you yeah, going what's, first? What's
0: your name? What's your number? I'll let you go first, Reg.
1: Okay. um You know this is this is a big test for, for us. Everybody knows that, and. Even if we win this game on Sunday, I don't expect us to get any type of credit nationally. I think this would be more about what Buffalo didn't do as opposed to what Washington did to win the game. So win or lose, I don't expect it to change the narrative for us. But as a fan base, I expect that this game to probably, you know, those people that we were referring to that are very ridiculous, uh, yeah. Those fans that are ridiculous, it's going to send them to the stratosphere, right? For us to have beat a quality team like the Buffalo Bills. Won't change the narrative nationally, but certainly within the fan base, man, you're not going to be able to tell us anything. But that being said, as I kind of harped on earlier, I'm less concerned about their run. I'm less concerned about their defense. It's not to say they're not good in their own right. My biggest concern is their ability to pass the ball. And their ability to pass the ball, they're very good at it. And one way to stop that is with the pass rush. And I, you heard me harp on it earlier, and that is in order for us to be successful, we have to do exceptionally well on the offensive side, which is ball control. But certainly on the defensive side, we have to be able to get a rush, pass rush against Josh Allen. And in his fourth year, I've not seen Chase Young show a willingness to be part of the defensive unit to rush as a unit. And so, therefore, I'm concerned that he's going to do his own thing and Josh Allen is, is going to hurt us. So, my confidence in this game is not very high. It's not just because of Chase Young, it's just because of the Buffalo Bills and we're still trying to basically show that we've grown up we're no longer the little kid at the playground but until that happens i'm gonna have to say that we're gonna this is one of the games that i picked us to lose so my number for this game is probably four four yeah for
0: for a second there i thought i thought you were going to go uh go lower than that uh right right there at the end with with just the way your tone was
1: no no and I wouldn't go lower because I do think good things are happening with us as well um I can't tell you the last time a Washington team has put up 35 points right and so so from that perspective I've always felt like things are different with Sam Howell and the addition of Eric B so our ability to score offensively and do some things it's the least of my concerns, and I won't say the least of my concerns, not my number one concern. My number one concern is what can we do defensively to slow down Buffalo. If right. our defense plays well and slows down Buffalo, then I think offensively we have enough offensive firepower to hang with Buffalo and potentially win the game. But my confidence, my lack of confidence is in our defense and our ability to slow down their offense. And until i see it's done i'm going to continue to harp about chase young and his ability to be rush as part of our unit so that's why i'm giving it a four
0: yeah no that that's a good explanation on your uh, on your number there um it's, it's funny because kind of a couple of phrases that you used i've got written down here of reasons why i have my number uh high or low um the first two weeks against arizona and against denver my concerns of winning or losing was primarily with Washington, right? Yeah. It, was, it was, if Washington does this as expected, we will win. If Washington does that, we will win. This is the first game where I'm. I have. I, I still have the issues that Washington needs to do X, Y, Z. But I am also worried about Buffalo, right? Uh, but Buffalo themselves as a team concerns me as much as things that we're still growing into as a team, as Sam Howell has grown into Um, up to this point, some of Sam Howell's mistakes, while while there haven't been a lot of them, we've been able to overcome his mistakes. Right. And, and whether that's been offensively or defensively, um, you know, that the defense has, has stepped up and, 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 Put the opposing team on lockdown for for a while as as we get gather up. Um, that's going to be a, a bigger challenge this week against Buffalo. Um, with all that being said, I think Washington comes out with a win. Um, what? My, what? My my, my confidence <laughs> level is not high, <laughs> but I I think this is the game that everybody kind of raised their eyebrow and go okay this team this team is a legitimate playoff contender
1: wow Um, so what's your number
0: and and again my confidence level isn't high but I think this is the game I'm sitting at a (laughs) 5.5 just slightly over just slightly over we win we win with with a game winning field goal, we win. With a last second defensive stop, we win at the end. But my confidence level is not ultimately high. But I think hey. we walk out with a win.
1: Okay. Well, I had it. this I had this game on the book as a, as a, as an L. But listen, I did I, too I, I, at but, the but, end but, of the
0: season. If I had to look at it, I definitely would have too. But go ahead.
1: But, But I will say, though, but I had it as an L because I wasn't sure what we were going to look like come week three. And, again, as I said, my reason, my concern is not offensively, though. And that's why we had all the question marks on the offensive side. And that's not what my concern is. But, hey, man, listen, you know where I'm rooting. You know who I'm rooting for. And you know what I'm hoping for as we go in this game. Because, again, I think it will turn some heads. But I think it will still be – the narrative will still be – about what Buffalo did not do to lose the game uh, more so than it will be about what Washington did to win it but hey I, if, we, think, if yeah. we if we win if we win and 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 still be one of the undefeated teams in the league and we beat a good Buffalo team it will get some people's attention
0: yeah i think uh i, I think what we saw in the second half minus the hail you know fluke hail mary i think what we saw in the second half offensively and defensively is what carries over to Buffalo. Okay. I hope you're right. right? Um, and, and they will recognize, you know, I mean, right off the bat to your point about chase, I, I don't disagree with what you said, but I think from, from the end of the game, presser, Ron talking about it and talking about it this week, um, I, you know, chase will have to hold his lane is he going to slip up once, maybe twice, maybe, but consistently he's going to have to hold his lane, do his thing. That goes for the other, other side too, right? Everybody's going to have to do that uh, with Josh Allen. So, uh, yeah, I'm not
1: going to, I'm not going to harp on it anymore because, uh, because again, this has been, this is year four and grant. I know he was injured part of that, but this is not the first we've talked about it. That's the first Dave talked about it. And yet nothing has changed. But we'll see. I hope you're right. And we will see come Sunday. We will. We will. So Uh, with with that, hey, man, let us know. Let us know your thoughts. You know, hit us up on Twitter. We're at the two knuckleheads. You know, Um, let us know. Comment. We'll be tweeting this out. We'll be posting about it. Uh, Let us know your thoughts on it. What's your number? How confident are
0: you? What is is your number? Uh, What, What
1: do you see? What do you see as a Washington win? What do you think is the Washington loss? I mean, you may think we're going to lose this game because I think so. But, but hey, let us know your thoughts. And um, we'll be back with our post-game podcast for the Buffalo Bills. Hopefully it's another victory. But if not, we'll give you our thoughts on it as we move into the next one. So, as always, thank you guys for tuning in. um, And until next time, peace out.
0: Peace out, knuckleheads.